1: Dan Pompey with Mully and Ha on 670 The Score. Mully Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Dan Pompey joins us on the Score Hotline, which, of course, is presented by the fine folks at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home
2: of the world's largest sports book. Dan, good morning. How are you, bud? I'm great, and I want to congratulate you at the top of the show for the Father Finnegan Award. And uh, I always knew you were a great humanitarian. It's great to see it <laughs> recognized by the rest of the world. And I—I uh, 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 I, I knew you when. So uh, <laughs> <I'm>
1: very... <laughs> yeah, you knew me when I was in college. That's pretty funny. Ah, oh, you're a great man, Dan. Thank very you very proud that. of you. Very proud of you, you, buddy. I'm always proud of you. And uh, you know, we're having this conversation here, and I. I should really let David explain his point because I don't want to um, accuse him of, uh, of dissing the well, coach. Well,
3: no, Dan, we got in a conversation on Friday, and I asked the question, it, Nick Sirianni is a very emotional coach. He's somebody that probably is known more for his impact emotionally than he is strategically or tactically. And I, I drew a comparison to uh, a team that could win the Super Bowl by the strength of that will or what, what he, his impact on that team to what, the way Mike Ditka – led the Bears in 85, and that impact on that team was as much emotional as it was anything, and tactically speaking, strategically speaking, uh, I think it was more of the defense and Buddy Ryan, and I, I, I was asked, as Molly asked me, could Buddy Ryan have won the Super Bowl as a head coach instead of Mike Ditkin? I initially answered yes, absolutely, because I think the talent was that good. Likewise, I think the Eagles' talent is that good, so I don't know what role the head coach plays overall
2: well it's interesting and you know certainly it's a hypothetical that we could kick around back and forth all day I and mean, i could go a few different ways with this i mean the first question is do you think anybody could have won a super bowl with that team you know forget buddy ryan i mean it was it just kind of instant oatmeal meal you know you put it in the microwave and it comes out perfect um i don't think that was the case i think that chemistry was A really important part of the 1985 Bears uh, as evidenced by what happened to them in subsequent years they didn't have the same chemistry and they didn't have the same edge and they they fell apart at the critical points of the season obviously there were a lot of factors going on there but chemistry I think was a giant part of that and the person most responsible for the chemistry was Mike Ditka so I really think he was kind of uh, Uniquely uh, suited to coach that team and the perfect coach for that team and I I, You know does 1985 happen if he's not there? Um, I I don't know. I mean, I I think uh, I think you could make the case that it does not now the other factor You know, buddy Ryan is head coach So uh, I was I was on the plane with buddy Ryan uh, when he flew from Chicago to Philadelphia to be announced as the head coach of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And I remember asking him, although we, we were talking about the difference between being a defensive coordinator and being a head coach. And um, he was, he was uh, arguably the, you know, the greatest defensive coordinator any of us have seen, right? I mean, he was just mm-hmm. fantastic on every level as a defensive coordinator. Uh, but there's this thing called the Peter Principle. You know, where you will advance beyond the level of your greatest capability. I think that's what happened to Buddy Ryan. I don't think he was a very good head coach. I think he was a divisive head coach. And I think, um, you know, from being around him in both Philadelphia and Arizona, uh, I, I think his teams probably, he probably did not achieve as much with some of those teams as he should have. Because he had, he had some great teams in Philadelphia. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that he would have done uh service to the 1985 bears.
1: Yeah. It, you know, I mean, here's the thing, like y- you look at Ditka and you look at that year and I mean, you know, the argument is always like, well, what happened? Why didn't it hold up? Why didn't they win more? And, and what was the problem with that? Well, they did win that one. Right. And he was an essential part of it. I don't know if Nick Sirianni, is going to go down like Mike Ditka, right? I mean, Ditka is a is a kind of national treasure, if you will, it's certainly a civic one.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody quite like Ditka was in 1985, you know, being a, a former great uh, on the team who uh, just had this incredible presence in town, and then this personality that was just so big. I mean, Sirianni's personality is not the same you know it's not the same kind of overwhelming te- uh, personality that the entire team uh, takes a part of I don't think uh, but that's not to uh, you know take anything away from Sirianni I think I think he's done a tremendous job with that team and really has exceeded a uh, almost all expectations the impressive thing about what he's he's done with that team is he's made it consistent from the beginning of the season until the end which is a very very difficult thing to do especially if you're relying on emotion right if, if that's your calling card you are usually gonna have some peaks and valleys because mm-hmm. that, that's that's how emotion goes but he's made that team you know, they've kind of been a, a, a flat-line team in terms of consistency, even though they've been relying on emotion.
3: So is there an overlooked aspect of what his he brings to the Eagles and his impact on this team because of, you know, the way they have run through the playoffs and dominated Dan? And, and will his, that inexperience in the Super Bowl have any effect on the outcome because he's going head-to-head against Andy Reid?
2: Yeah, it, it could, you know. It depends on... How the game plays out Uh, but I I think um, you know there's always a great value in having a coach who has been there before and really is you know well versed in every aspect of what he's facing in that game Uh, Sirianni's never even been to a Super Bowl which I find interesting Um, so I think there could be something to that but then again you know we saw uh, Doug Peterson uh, from from those same Eagles, win a Super Bowl, you know, when he was an inexperienced head coach, too, just, just a few years back. So, um, you know, it doesn't always play out that way, but I, I think it certainly could.
1: Dan, we've seen coaches traded for draft picks before, and obviously it's happened again uh, uh, this year with Sean Payton going to Denver, and it's not just a first-round pick. They're swapping a second for a third next year. It seems like a, a hefty price and we were kind of picking it apart, like, who would you trade for? If you had an opportunity to trade for a coach, you know, you we mentioned Andy Reid and the success that he's had. Andy um, is aging out of me wanting to give up a first-round pick for him. Ditto 70-year-old Bill Belichick, right? It's just a, You just don't think that trading a first-round pick for a guy who might be limited and how many years he's going to give you is wise. But I'm curious – who would you be willing to give up a first round pick for? And we were talking about I mean, would you give it up for Kyle Shanahan? Would you give it up for a guy like um uh, Mike Tomlin or, or or you know,
2: Andy even at 64? Yeah, there's I think there's a bunch of them, you know. I think those guys, uh Sean McVay, I yeah. think yeah. Uh, John John Harbaugh, um, you know, these are guys who are, are proven. You know, Pete Carroll. You would say if he were, you know, 20 years younger, uh, <laughs> but he's 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 in that same category as Andy and and uh, Belichick. Uh, but you know, I to me, you know, when you look at what makes a team great, uh, you know, the the first person that ha- that carries the most weight, for the first position is always the, usually the quarterback, right? That's that's the, the most important part of your team. The second most important part is the head coach And I think oftentimes it's easy to underrate the impact and value of that that person You know teams give up so much for quarterbacks. sometimes for quarterbacks That they have no idea whether or not they could have an impact as the Bears have done in recent years um, but I think You know if you've got a proven head coach who you know like Sean Payton uh, can can do some really special things uh, you know I I think it's definitely worth the price it's interesting you know if you go back and look at the history of the head coaches who have been traded uh, almost all of them have been like really high impact guys and a number of them have had Really good effects on their new team. Uh, J- John Gruden being the, the sure. obvious uh, uh, best example is a guy who came in there and won a Super Bowl right away. So you know, I, I think uh, I think that's something that I'm a little surprised doesn't happen more often. But he, the reason it probably doesn't happen is usually when a, a team has a great, impactful head coach, they don't want to get rid of them. 60 seconds, Dan.
3: What uh, is the plan this week in terms of a timetable? Devin Hester being presented. Uh, for the Hall of Fame Thursday night, the announcement is what. Uh, what was the week look
2: like for you? Well, um, we've already had our meeting, uh, so we've already had a vote, and uh, oh. I, of course, am sworn to secrecy on what the results were. Um, but uh, this have you done. told Devin these in? Uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, not my my place to tell anybody anything. I just have to tried Dan? My... We have yeah, to try. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, we had the meeting on zoom and um, wow. So I think the the announcement is going to be Thursday night at the NFL honors uh, When the world will find out who's in and who's out. I'll tell you this it's it's a really it was a great class of 15 really tough and almost all of them will probably be future Hall of Famers and um, We had a we had some good debate. It was uh, it was an interesting meeting. Uh, I think it got a little contentious at times, and um, it was invigorating. <laughs> Good word. That's great. Excellent, yeah.
1: Dan. God bless you. So you just get to enjoy the Super Bowl. You don't have that hanging over your head. I
3: remember it used to be every Saturday, and then poor Dan would just be. You were dreading that all week, yeah. and then you were a stress ball up until the God the bless Vo- Zoom. I, you sound very relaxed, Dan.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Well, I think uh, the, the word is that next year, you know, we've been on Zoom since COVID. Right. So the word is next year we're going to do it in person again. And I don't know. I, I think, though, now they, they like to do it in advance of uh, Super Bowl week so they have time to plan. Every, you know, it's become kind of a TV production, too, with NFL honors. Sure. Right. Uh, and they want to have time to uh, give everyone the heads up whether you're in or out. Great
1: stuff, Dan. Thank you a ton. Great Thanks, catching Dan. up with hey, you. Bud. My pleasure. Thank you. That is Dan Pompey. Wow, that's pretty cool. That information's out there. I, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't guess either. last year they might have done it similarly. Dustin, is there an offshore place where we could lay <laughs> some money? And, uh... <laughs> Did you read anything into his inflection? Could you tell anything about his tone?
2: Sounds like Devin Hester's going in.
3: Ooh. Oh, wow! Look at that, okay. Mister Dustin, giving out tips. I don't know. Oh, all right. Dan's he was pretty, so close last time, right? Dan plays yeah. it pretty close to the vest, yeah. but I couldn't read him one way or another.
1: No, Dan wouldn't tell us one way or another. It's, that's his trick. Okay. God bless them. It's Mully and Haunt, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7, The Score. We really need new phones.
0: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.